Welcome to Face the Climb podcast with your host, me, Jen Camille. I'm a strength coach for climbers and outdoor athletes and founder and owner of the online training business, Face the Climb. This podcast is an extension of that business, and we dive into topics all about strength training, lifting, the benefits of lifting for your climbing and your outdoor athlete pursuits. But we also dive into why lifting is so beneficial and why you should be adding strength training into your life because it's not just a phase, it is a lifestyle and the benefits go far beyond just improving your performance. If you're looking to find more information, you can check out the blog on facetheclimb.com backslash blog. And you can also give me a follow on Instagram at face the climb. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Face the Climb podcast. If this is your first episode, welcome. I hope you enjoy it. I hope that you go back and listen to other episodes. And if you're returning, welcome back. I'm super psyched that you continue to listen and continue to support this. And I've mentioned it, I'm pretty sure every other episode, but I'm so thankful that you're listening. And I really do hope that this podcast does help you in your climbing training, in your climbing progression, in your climbing journey. And even if, you know, you aren't into training, you still are learning and it does help you in your climbing and think about climbing differently and starts giving you ideas and different ways to see things. So this episode is going to be talking about probably... Personally, I believe one of the most important aspects of training and being able to progress in your climbing, and if you ask other coaches, I am sure they will feel the same way, and even if you go across different sports and everything, and even in just daily lives of what you do, so important, and that is being consistent, all right? Consistency within your climbing training. But before we start that, the topic and get dive into that, we do have to go over favorite crack snack and coffee. My favorite part. <laughs> I absolutely love going through the different crack snacks that you all mention when I ask you on Instagram and all the coffees. It gives me great ideas. And this is sent in from my friend Isaiah, a great guy. He mentioned banana, oats, and cocoa cookies. Okay. So good. I have not had this version of them. I have done like mashed bananas, oats, and peanut butter with some vanilla extract, but I've never used cocoa powder in this before. So I am super excited to try this out. And I'm picturing adding in chocolate chips as well and just making it a chocolate, a chocolate heaviness in your mouth tasty sweet while outdoor <laughs> while you're outdoors climbing at the crag. So again, that is banana, oats, and cocoa powder. And his favorite coffee is espresso. I feel you, Isaiah. I do love a good shot of espresso. There was a time in grad school where I was only drinking espressos and there was like a Starbucks on campus and I would get the espresso campanas. So it's just Espresso shots with whipped cream on top. Delicious. (laughs) Nothing better than that. But I will say, I did also get these amazing espresso beans from a good friend, great climbing guide, and used to be an athlete, uh, Matt. And he got me espresso beans from Frontside Roasters up in North Conway, New Hampshire. Oh, 
so good, so good. Those espresso beans were so good. And I was so happy. I finally actually went up to North Conway uh, this past summer to go climbing. The climbing is amazing up there. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. So fortunate that I was able to go for like a quick three-day trip. But obviously we stopped at Frontside Roasters. The coffee is so good. I'm sure if you've been up to North Conway, New Hampshire, you've stopped at this coffee shop. It is delicious. I got like the maple latte. Oh, so good. And then I got some more beans. Wasn't espresso. It was a different kind. Absolutely delicious. So good. I will say they were not, it was not good for cold brew. All right. These beans were not great for cold brew, at least the way that I made cold brew, but a nice hot cup of coffee. Ooh, in the French press. So good. I really, uh, I need to restock on those beans. If anyone wants to send me some front side roaster coffee beans, I would greatly appreciate it. But Isaiah, I love this. Banana, oats, cocoa, cookies, and then espresso for the crag. And of course, if you have crag snacks and coffee that you want to share, shoot me a DM on Instagram, face the climb. I do have a huge list that I have to go through, but maybe I'll start doing like two crag snacks and two coffees per podcast episode. We will see. Or maybe I just do a whole podcast episode on crag snacks and coffee. <laughs> that would be pretty entertaining as well. But let's dive in to the actual episode. Okay, so consistent or consistency in your climbing and in your climbing training. So what exactly is consistent? And what do I mean by this when I say being consistent in your climbing? Pretty much consistent, the definition is acting or done in the same way. It's like unchanging in nature. You know, that's like the actual definitions of it. So with it, it would be, you know, consistent in your climbing. You go to the gym consistently three times a week, or you do your climbing training consistently three times a week. And then going one step further is being consistent in what you do for your climbing session or climbing training. So what I mean by that is doing the specific drills continuously or specific exercises if you're strength training consistently. So maybe it's consistently you always have deadlifts as part of your climbing training. Absolutely love deadlifts. Deadlifts is a great lift for climbing because of the tension required to execute the exercise. And then also it works your whole posterior chain. Absolutely love it. And if you've never deadlifted before, I definitely recommend that you do seek out a professional to help you in terms of form. So then you are carrying out the exercise correctly. But, or it could be back squat, or it could be that you're consistently doing um, hangboarding routine. So your hangboard routine, you're consistently doing it for a certain amount of time. And we'll kind of go into why consistency in your training with using exercises is important, or it could be that you do um, a specific climbing drill consistently. But the reason with the consistency where it's so important is that you are then able to do progressive overload. So progressive overload is one of the key foundations of training, of being able to improve your strength and progress in your climbing. 
And in the simplest terms of what progressive overload is, it is just increasing the demands on the skeletal muscle system. Okay, that's like the simplest way to do it. So you are changing the volume, the intensity, the reps, the deloading. You are changing those variables over time as you do them to increase the demands that your body is working at. So then that's going to end up increasing your strength, increasing your progress in climbing. And that can also go back to as well when you're looking about climbing drills. So like boulder sprints or boulder doubles or, you know, the list can go on. Um, And that's where consistency comes into play. Because if you are constantly switching up the things that you do in your climbing, then you can't really actually implement the training principle of progressive overload. Now, I will say, consistency and being consistent in your climbing and climbing training, it is monotonous, <laughs> okay? It is very monotonous. It can get boring. You can lose psych. Um, some people will completely disagree. You know, some people will feel they absolutely do love this. But the key as well, the key as well with consistency is also going back to the progressive overload principle of actually changing the intensity and volumes at which you're doing it. Because there are the people that will just go to the gym and do, we'll say, boulder sprints, but they just keep it at the level that they always do or the grades that they always do and they keep it the same rep schemes and everything. Or they go in and deadlift and they do the same amount of reps and same amount of uh, weight every week. That's not going to help improve. You do need that aspect of progressive overload as well. And what was I talking about? Fuck. How do we do that? How do we do that? Oh, boring. So some people will completely disagree. They do like having a routine and having consistency, knowing that this is what they're going to do when they go to the gym. And they do find joy in that. Now, Am I that type of person? No, (laughs) I am not that type of person. I definitely do get bored. I, I won't lie. I do get, I do get bored, but I understand the importance of it. So I'm okay with it. And this is something that I have done pretty much my entire life as an athlete. So it's kind of engraved in me, but The athletes that I work with, yes, there are definitely consistent things in their programs that they do in terms of the climbing drills or the exercises. With it, though, I will switch up like every two weeks, maybe their climbing skills, the climbing skill drills that they do, or the accessory exercises, strength exercises that they do. So then there is something different that is being changed so then it's not monotonous because when you do first start climbing training a lot of the athletes that I work with this is their first experience with climbing training and having a structured climbing plan that can be really discouraging and if you're not used to that monotonous style the consistency within climbing in your climbing and climbing training it's discouraging and you are probably more likely to not stick with it and not continue with it. So there's definitely, when I program for my athletes, there's definitely stuff that is very consistent. 
And then we do like switch things up just to like break up that monotonous and make sure that they will continue to stick to it and continue to do it and continue to get psyched on climbing because, you know, that is key. That is absolutely huge. And we are taking a little break from this episode to let you all know if you have been enjoying Face the Climb podcast, if you've been able to take little climbing gems out of these episodes and start implementing into your climbing and see an improvement in your climbing, if you have found that this podcast has helped you look at climbing in a different lens and also go about your climbing differently and just help you understand that yes, what you are going through is valid in your climbing, no matter what grade that you are climbing at. And if you've been feeling those things, enjoying this podcast, and are looking for a way to support, you can do so by going down into the show notes and clicking on the buy me a cup of coffee link. That is buymeacoffee.com backslash face the climb. Again, that is buymeacoffee.com backslash face the climb. If you are looking for a way to do a reoccurring support for this podcast, then you can also choose that option by going down into the show notes and choosing the Buzzsprout subscriptions. Ah, absolutely appreciate your support so much and cannot thank you all enough. Seriously, that is, again, two separate ways that you can support this podcast. The first is by going to buymeacoffee.com backslash face the climb and or doing the Buzzsprout subscriptions. You can find both of those down in the show notes. And again, I cannot thank you all enough for the sport. I absolutely love podcasting. Now we'll get back to the rest of the episode. And we're going to take a little break from the episode to let you all know that I am taking on more athletes finally. I am so excited for this. I am so excited that I finally have the capacity to have more athletes while still working with the athletes that I have and serving them to their full potential of what they need from me. So I am taking on five more athletes. If you are interested at all, remember, because you're a podcast listener, you do get 15% off any of the training plans. I have full support and minimal support. They are all customized to you, depending on, and also the support depends on what you want and what you need as a climber, but you do get 15% off using the code FTC podcast. It may also just be podcast. It is down in the show notes. The code is down in the show notes. You can go ahead and if you have any questions, shoot me a DM on Instagram, face the climb, or go to my email and shoot me an email, jen at facetheclimb.com. But again, I am so excited for this and I am taking on five more athletes. So make sure if you are interested at all that you definitely reach out. And remember, as a podcast listener, you get 15%. So shoot me a DM, face the climb on Instagram. Or you can go ahead and purchase right away by going down in the show notes to facetheclimb.com. And maybe if you are not ready to actually dive into climbing training yet, I definitely recommend that you subscribe to the newsletter because you will get tips on training, beta breakdown videos, and also personal climbing experiences and stories to really connect deeper on that human connection level because we are 
humans. We are not just climbers, we are humans, and you can learn through storytelling as well. So that is down in the show notes as well, but I definitely, definitely recommend if you've been looking and you are on the fence to start climbing training, this is the time. This is the sign that it is time to sign up, okay? So you can go ahead and like I mentioned before, you can shoot me a DM, face the climb, or send me an email, jenatfacetheclimb.com, or go to the website, facetheclimb.com. And we'll get back to the rest of the episode. The other thing with consistent is going back to kind of the progressive overload is do realize when it comes to training, there are, there is a scale of beginner to advanced exercises and climbing drills. And to be able to progress through and progress to the more advanced, you do have to be consistent at the lower end of those climbing drills and exercises to be able to get up to there. So let's say you're doing a drill or you're doing an exercise that is kind of at the beginner level. If you are not consistent with that, let's say you do it sporadically here and there, and then you go and try to do the more advanced version of it, you are definitely going to put yourself more at risk Because your body is not prepared for that high of demand yet. You did not learn the beginning steps. So then you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position and you are putting yourself in a higher risk of putting yourself in injury because your body is not, it will not be able to meet the demands of that more advanced exercise as if you were to have been doing the lower end exercise more consistently. And that also has to go with the progressive overload concept. So that is so, so, so important in terms of being consistent in your climbing. And a great example, like a great way to compare this, I would say, is investing, okay? This is also, I'm using this because I have, the past couple of years, I've definitely been more into investing, just retirement investing, but I finally am in the market now. Let's go. <laughs> Hopefully I'll become a millionaire. Who knows? But it is a long-term game. Okay. So consistency in your climbing and your climbing training and progression is a long-term game. And that is very, very hard for us in our society to grasp and be okay with. And that has to do with investing. When you think of investing, you know, retirement accounts and everything, it's the long-term game, but being consistent with how much you put in and consistently depositing into those accounts, at over the long term, you get the returns. You get the end goal, okay? And it has to do with, you know, compound interest and all of that fun stuff. So think of that as being consistent in your climbing. Will it take as long as a retirement fund? I hope not. Oh, man, if it did, I don't think anyone would actually climb. But think about it. So you are being consistent with your climbing. You're slowly getting returns, which is the progressive overload, the increase in strength, increase in climbing progression. You don't really see it happening, right? Kind of like with investing. You don't see it happening. It's just still this small number. And then you reach it. You hit it where it all starts clicking and it's happening and the progress is there and you are seeing the results. And it all has to do with being consistent. And 
I kind of briefly touched on this. It is a long-term game. And that is very hard for us in our society because we are so, so, so used to now, like, instant. You know, you scroll through Instagram instantly. You um, emails, you expect an email reply instantly. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. I do not do that. I only check my email certain days. I still definitely have, like, I don't know what to call it, but email paralysis almost from COVID and the shutdown and all the emails that were coming into the gym that I was managing at the time. Like, there's definitely a paralysis to emails. I am not very good at responding quickly to emails. And truthfully, I'm okay with that because I need that in my life. It can be overwhelming when you do get a lot of emails and have to answer emails. But people expect, like, instant answers for emails. You know, now people, like, you... I don't know, Amazon, you get, like, the free two-day shipping, like, instantly shipping. I Honestly, I hate Amazon. But, you know, we live in a society where we want instant results. So this can be very frustrating for people and for people to understand. And that's why I'm such a big advocate for celebrating these small wins and celebrating those small progresses because, fuck, if you don't, it's going to be so discouraging. And it's going to feel like it's not working, even though you're doing all the things right. And just do realize it is. It is happening. It's just like kind of like investing. It's just very small, small increases. And there are dips. There are downs, just like investing. There's going to be days where they feel like shit and you want to give up. But there's going to be high points as well. And it does the consistency that you're putting in, it does pay off. I promise you it does pay off, but it can be very frustrating because it's not going to be instant. And hopefully you can understand now why consistency in your climbing and being consistent is so, so important. And a lot of it has to do with that progressive overload concept, but also it takes a long time. So if you are consistent, you are setting yourself up in a better, more advantageous position versus being inconsistent. We all know the climber, and maybe you're this climber that gets frustrated that they aren't seeing progress, but they, like, go to the gym four times a week, and then they don't go for two weeks, and then they go, like, twice a week for a month, and then they don't go for a month, okay? Yeah, that's why you're not seeing progress. (laughs) I'm here to tell you that's why you're not seeing progress. So what can you do right now? Like, what can you do right now? Well, analyze your climbing. See if you are being consistent. And consistent for you maybe could just be you going to the gym, the climbing gym, once a week. That could be your consistency. That could be the start of being consistent in your climbing is just committing to going to the climbing gym once a week. That will make a difference if you have not been. Okay? Seriously, that will make a big difference if you have not been doing that already. So maybe it's just that. And I will say, if you have not listened to the podcast episode number two, Habits, definitely go listen to that episode right now because creating consistency is going to be huge in terms of habit forming. So I mentioned if you are the climber that has not been going, being on a consistent climbing gym or climbing training schedule Just commit to going once a week and being consistent with that. Start small. Do not try to go all in unless, of course, you hire a coach. So then you have that accountability and support to keep you going. Because if you put on too much, you're definitely more likely not to follow through on it because it's just too much change and too much habit forming to make, okay? 
another thing could be maybe you have not been climbing training, but you do want to kind of start implementing or have more structure. Maybe, or maybe you wanted to do strength training, add in strength training. I would say starting off, if you want to add in strength training, pick one exercise to be consistent with. So that could be, and I would definitely recommend a compound exercise. So I'm talking about back squat or deadlift, front squat, bench press, um, bent over rows, but picking one exercise and also seeking out a professional to help you with form if you have never lifted before or to just get your form check if you have lifted before. It's always good to get form check, okay? Especially here and there, so good to get form check. But picking one strength exercise and then sticking with it and being consistent with it. And of course, you know, I kind of mentioned the progressive overload. If you do know about progressive overload, then with that exercise, implementing that. So changing the volumes and intensities and the rest periods and all of that. And if you have not, then just start being consistent in terms of lifting with that exercise and then when you feel ready, when you feel like you need a change, maybe it's you teach yourself about these concepts or you do hire a coach and a coach will be able to do that for you. But those would be my two suggestions. And then again, even with climbing training, you know, maybe the consistent thing for you will end up being uh, for climbing training, adding in a capacity drill. Okay. So Maybe you haven't done any capacity training before, so adding in uh, boulder sprints once a week or boulder doubles, love boulder doubles as well, or maybe you do drop sets, you know, so then it's like if you climb V4, then you would climb V3, V2, V1 instantly, and then you rest, and then you do it again for how many reps or sets, you know, you choose that. But yeah, it is picking... So starting off and adding consistency to your climbing training is picking one thing that you are going to become consistent with and start implementing that and start working on that and see if you see a change because you probably will. You probably will. Okay. But hopefully now you understand the importance of being consistent in your climbing and why that is truthfully one of the, I would say one of the most important things when it comes to progressing and just realizing it is a long-term game and whether you like it or not, it's going to take time. It's going to take time. But luckily, if you become consistent, it works and it will pay off. Hopefully it will pay off just like investing in a Roth IRA. I don't know. That's my hopes. That's my hopes, y'all. But that's it for this episode. And yeah, we're out. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to another Face the Climb podcast episode. It has been a pleasure having you here. And if you're looking for more ways to dive into lifting and strength training, definitely go check out the free lifting guide, which you can find down in the show notes and or on my website, www.facetheclimb.com. This is the guide to set yourself up for success in the weight room and doing it with confidence. We dive into how to build up strength. We dive into auto-regulation, sets and reps, progressive overload to help you build that strength through educational videos. But then we also dive into how a bunch of how to do exercise videos like deadlifts, 
rows, bench press, for barbells and dumbbells. This is guide is jam-packed with information and an amazing resource if you're looking to get into lifting. And of course, make sure you go and follow me on Instagram at Face the Climb. I would love to see you there and have conversations. All right, have a good rest of your day, y'all.